Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Mutristics Podcast. We are coming very close to our 100th episode. I believe this is 99, Patrick. Yep. So this is 99. We've got a guest next week, so we're going to have to do some fancy footwork. Maybe. We'll call that 99.5 or something. Maybe we come the up with buzz. two or something. I don't know. What do you mean two? I don't know. Do we have time to record two next week? Oh, we do right, a special 100th and, yep. and then... Yeah, yeah. we'll do something yeah. like that to make sure that we actually do the 100th. Now, before we get to anything else we want to talk about, I've got some fried chick for us. It looks amazing. So if you're not watching us on YouTube, I, I'm sorry you can't see this, but it is beautiful chicken. I assume anybody who listens to this podcast also follows our social media stuff and Justin's doing a whole, okay. we made this for that. Um, so follow our social media. You'll be able to see it. This The secret with this. So this is Chicken on the Run Flavor Crisp, who makes an absolutely amazing product. Um, I've had it recently without the marinade first. And boy, that marinade really adds something. Are, are you ready now? I just put my phone on mute. To go. Um, it really does add something. And I think it's the MSG. Oh, quite possibly. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think there's MSG in that. Uh, nope, there's yeah. not. No, just, I'm yeah. talking about the, the the little white packet uh -huh. of, yeah. like, we think Excalibur packages are boring. This is just like white bag that it looks like maybe screws would normally come in or something. Yeah. But instead yeah. is an amazing marinade. So we uh, mixed up some of the marinade. We let them sit in a vac bag in the fridge for four or five hours. Took them out. We used the better batter breader bowl bang it's a hard one it's a hard one we use that that thing works awesome uh then we took our camp chef woodwind on the back used the side burner turned that all the way on took the camp chef square dutch oven filled that up with oil so we could do it all outside so it didn't make everything smell like oil and here we are we are ready to eat i'm excited uh, for sauces we've got uh the terrapin ridge farm smoky maple bacon mustard and the nashville hot spice mustard now i'm not gonna lie i've already eaten three <laughs> Are you serious? So, yes. <laughs> so this should be the fourth for me, which I'm going to do and and happily for, do. For the sake of science? For the sake of science. But I'm going to eat one of the smaller ones. Okay. So are, are these all... Chicken thighs. They're all... Okay. Everything's a thigh. Okay. I just make sure I shouldn't like pick something in particular. Oh, that's so juicy. Boneless too, right? See, that's the advantage of the thighs is they have so much fat in them that they just stay so much more juicy. So much juicier. I think that's the right way to say that. All right. Smoky maple bacon mustard first. Devouring it. Couple hungry hyenas over there, which is delicious. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. <laughs> which one did you try? You tried the smoky maple yep. bacon mustard. Yep. If you like a smoky barbecue sauce or anything, that stuff is unbelievable. Well, not unbelievable. It's very smoky. It's, How is it with it, the it doesn't. Hot? It doesn't. I haven't tried it. Oh. It doesn't say honey mustard, but it's. It does it seem similar to a honey mustard. Does it say sweet anywhere? No, it's smoky maple. Maybe that's where oh, the sweetness the comes from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trying the Nashville hot. But like full coverage though on the breading on that chicken though. Not a single bare spot on it. Nope. That is the better batter. Darn it. Better breading. breader batter bowl yep. in action right there. It gets perfect coverage. What you do is you shake it and you flip it over so all of your seasoning comes down in contact. You shake it side to side a bunch, flip it back over, shake it side to side a bunch and all of it, like the, some of it falls off. Take it That's off. That's such a hard thing to film too, by the way, because it, by the time you're done with the first <laughs> shake, it looks every you can't see yeah. anything in there. Well, you can't see anything in there, and then it looks like, I mean, not a complete mess, obviously, but it's its doing its job beautifully, but to make it look appealing uh, via video, yeah, it's a tough, tough task. So I took advantage of when Patrick was talking there to take another yeah. bite, so thank you. <laughs> uh, the Nashville mustard, or Nashville, what is it? Is it a mustard? No. Yeah, got Nashville hot spice mustard. That's got some heat to it. That's definitely got some heat to it. It's got a nice good kick to it. It's, uh, the, the mustard is, is strong in it. All around, it's just a lot of flavor. It's not like it's 
overly or insanely spicy. It's just got a lot of flavor behind it. Do you think Nashville hot is overused, the the term specifically? Yes. Because what, what differentiates it from just a hot? You know, it's got to have a certain like sweetness to it. Or yep. what, what do you uh, differentiate? Like what's it need to be Nashville hot? To, oh, to me, it actually requires. It's got like a a, a buffalo uh, buffalo sauce flavor kind of to it. A little vinegary. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. No, I would have said like a more of a sweet heat. Sweet, yeah. The kind of that's what I think of Nashville hot. But I mean, I easily well, could. That's be what wrong I'm saying. Like, I think if we were to actually go to Nashville, have a sandwich with whatever right. they put on it, we'd go. Oh, that's way different than what people are la- labeling as Nashville. Yeah, hot. oddly enough, um, I think if you're going to talk about uh, like a buffalo heat sauce, I think that would. Be buffalo sauce i know that's that's a hot take but he, maybe he's saying he could the aroma because there is a touch of vinegar but yeah i think it the the sweetness uh, i mean it almost has a, a greasy color and appeal to it but yeah the that subtle syrup syrup nature to it i think a little bit yeah all i really wanted to get out in that entire thing was that little dig at austin i think 100 uninvested in what is natural hot you know i prefer that if that was uh buffalo sauce has taken over wings for years i if nashville hot just had a sauce and that was the default buffalo sauce i wouldn't have a problem with that i've had wings and rings or is it wings and things i think i think you had wings wings and rings wings and rings i've had that twice in the last like two months with their buffalo hot sauce their sauce just like the sauce itself is so good that i saved the leftover Uh, and then put it on my eggs for like three days after that it's good stuff. I love their sauce. It's so good. So there's a little Ooh, plug wow. for- We'll have to have like our, our favorite uh, sauces, put, pit them up against each other or something. That's not a bad That'd one. be a cool one. If we went like, we'd have to go outside what we sell, because that would obviously be- Yeah, we'd be biased we'd, a little bit. Yeah. Although I do want to point out the thing, or this one thing, Tex has been after me to do a- cooking competition with steaks with him for however long. He wants me to use something different than ultimate steak and roast rub. And the reason he wants me to do that is because he knows if I use it, I will win. Mm. So proving ultimate steak and roast is the best steak rub. Just don't use ultimate steak and roast rub. Use like, uh, if we still have it, majestic steak seasoning. I don't think we have it. I don't think we've had that that for like five years. Must be the same thing, right? It's it's not the same thing, but it's so close that most people won't won't know the difference. I could use uh, the Montreal patty mix. I think you could probably yeah. just gotta be probably. You could just replicate it, right? With uh, like the whole mustard seed and stuff like that. Get all the man <laughs> do your best. Yeah, I don't think I could. Oh yeah, that's a great point. Just ha- have Excalibur whip up a sample, um, or just send you a bottle of yeah, something, something that says mislabel. Ha- have, it, have it have it be ultimate steak and roast rub, just right. in a different bottle. Yeah. yeah, beating text sauce or rub that would work. If you could get it shipped in under like the same type of name that you had for the our Mojo Citrus stuff, it came in as John Super Special. I did not put it in as that. That's that's still a like a mystery mystery how that that got on there. And most likely it was me saying it or emailing it as a joke. And somebody was like, all right, well, I guess that's it. What would Tex's method be to do a steak differently than yours? Would you guys both reverse sear? I'm fairly sure he reverse sears. So yeah. So it'd come down to to it would come down to seasoning and steak selection. Mm, Like he he posted a a picture of his steak and I was like, that's the perfect cook. Like that's exactly what Mm -hmm. I at least I want all of mine to look like like exactly like that so we clearly have the same like goal in mind it's just going to be who can get there the best on that day and then whatever we decide with seasoning do we want to talk at all about the other idea for Bratfest? I have it on here, but we either go into it now or we push it to a later date. I mean, we could talk about it maybe. Nah, I let's, don't know that anything. We'll save it for the 100th okay. when we've actually had time. To that would actually be good. Because yep. yeah, if, if we do it, talk about it, then that would actually work out well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So a couple 
couple other things. Um, the troubleshooting document is alive. So I have it on waltons.com. If you go to the more section, there's a troubleshooting document. Uh, it's a link to the Meetgistics one. If you go to Meetgistics, at the very, very top, there is a little question mark icon that initially said trouble underneath it, and now it says troubleshooting. Um, when I initially was doing it, anytime I put more than six letters, it kicked this to the side, like the question mark to the side, and tried to put the words next to it. So I don't know what we did to make that not happen anymore, but that was helpful. I got to pull this up. I do need to move troubleshooting, though, because it's so wide, it needs to be at the and next to the conversion chart. <laughs> Do you have troubleshooting? No, I'm an excellent shot. Well, trouble troubleshooting is one word. Oh, is if, it really? But if you have trouble <laughs> shooting, oh, <no. laughs> then it's two words. <laughs> Delete this, erase this. Go no, back. I, no, I think Go we back. should leave in this fact, in. Never play this again. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, no, I got to fix that. Um, to be honest, I think you, I think right now, whether we change it or not, open for discussion. But I think it should it should change. Troubleshooting's too long, anyways, for a word that's up there. It should be just like FA. FAQ. But it's not an FAQ. It's a troubleshooting document. Yeah. It's not frequently it, asked questions. Yeah, but it needs to be something short up in there because right now it just looks kind of awkward. Because it needs to be at the end. Just put a question mark. Oh, you want it to be at the end. Yes, but I can't oh. make it move. <laughs> oh, well. That's in yeah, custom. So, yeah, so it's in I customs. Though, so in everybody custom. else may not care. But yeah, if you add it through the main menu, it won't work. You got to do it through custom. They knew we were going to talk about this because I said I yesterday at some point, I said I found where it is, but I needed your help to to actually do it so that's annoying um but i'm going to change this to trouble shooting one word where's the <laughs> troubleshooting document to help you with your troubleshooting document right we need a secondary or prepper preparatory no preparatory preparatory <laughs> preparatory uh, just us saying that weirdly is going to be the title of this episode um all right so it's now troubleshooting one document one word I should have looked at Pat's header. So uh, there's a <laughs> header for it. And I asked our graphics guy, our graphics manager to make it for us. And Patrick's talking goes, where do you think he found that, <laughs> that image? Because we're like, we would have had to have taken that image yeah, of ourselves because we wouldn't have been able to find it and add the smoke. Kind of looks like Travis. Mm. <laughs> Does it not? It, from the back? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Kind of. Uh, so he's talking about Travis Frank from uh, the Ron Scherer that does the flush, all of that stuff. And it does kind of look like I'm in the back. But we've got, I don't know how many, 30-ish, 20, 30-ish um, different uh, descriptions of issues than the type of product that that issue is going to occur on, the casing type, where casings are applicable, uh, what the causes of them, of that problem was, and what can be done to either fix or prevent it in the future. Uh, most of these are just what you can do to prevent it in the future because most of this stuff, once you've done it, it's too late. There's no going back, forward only. Uh, but, so this is now on me on waltons.com. It's actually in two places on Meetgistics. I didn't know where I was going to post it initially, and I really want it here. Oh, I thought your ring Pants. was some of that. Gotcha. Oh, no. Um, I didn't know where it was going to go, so I but I wanted people to see it, so I just made a general post about it, and now it's got a bunch of valuable comments, so I'm leaving it. So it'll live in two places. But yeah, pretty awesome. All right. Next is uh, we are going to revive, I guess, the Will of Barbecue. So we are... We're going to have like a seance and like... Yes. Bring it bring back it from the back dead. to life. Uh, I've got a um, voodoo practitioner coming in. <laughs> We're going to watch Serpent and the Rainbow, and then we will. I knew Patrick would get that. That was a that's a deep cut there. That's a, you can't even find. Them. Really? 
I've, yeah, I mean, I'm out there looking at stuff. I mean, not specifically looking for it, but I haven't came across it. It's not on. It wasn't that many years ago that I, it was being played on USA Network. Mm-hmm. So, But here are some of our, you were not involved in the creation of this list. So I'm excited to get to tell you what the well, next few up are. I was not involved in it. One of them is my idea. Sourdough? Yeah. All right. Well, we took that from a post you made. Yeah. Well, that was, isn't that what this all originated from? It's from the post on Meatgistics? No, it originated from me saying like 10 times during live streams and podcasts that people really want us to start doing this again. Well, no, I thought you meant like I didn't have a part in like the topics. You didn't. Sourdoughs on the list. We went through and there's a new new list. (laughs) Some of the comments. Okay. Okay. So here are the ones that we're planning on doing. And I've already ordered some of these from this place called Exotic Meats. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, And I'm in contact with them for a discount on shipping at least. Uh, And we'll just like, you know, when we do things, we'll put a link to their article or to their website on Meatistics. All right. So we've got Rattlesnake, Yak Tongue. Alpaca brain. Not eating brain. You're eating brain. Nope. You're eating brain. Does this look like Fear Factor or is this called Will It Barbecue? Will, if I barbecue it, you have to help answer <laughs> Will It Barbecue. So the, the brain, we could have chosen from a few different species. I chose alpaca <laughs> to try to hurt Allie's feelings <laughs> as much as possible. So I'm going to name the alpaca oh, and sweet. then we're going to barbecue it and then we'll eat the brain. Allie the alpaca. Allie, well, Allie I mean, alpaca. Double A. Allie's <laughs> got a thing for alpacas anyways. <laughs> Llamas, technically. Oh, is it llamas? Yeah, it's llamas. Darn it. As close as yeah. we can get. Right. That's as yes. close as we can get. So, and it's not just Allie. So if if you... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Who else likes them? If if you have something against llamas, you're going to have an issue. On my phone, the group right there. See, llama lovers. Yeah, whose is that? Uh, that's me, Allie, and my wife. Oh, God. Because I don't know how Allie got drugged into this, but oh, Allie's the one that got drugged into it. She, yeah, she loves llamas. My wife, she grew up having a llama, right? So there's still a llama down on uh, the family farm, um, but yeah, I don't know. I assumed Allie a- and you are from that terrible Disney movie, uh, The Emperor's New Groove. That's a oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that is what That's it's a from. Great Disney okay. movie. Yeah, one of the best. One of the best. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, alpaca brain. Uh, then we're thinking a bug episode. So it'd be like crickets, uh, which are no problem for me. Fried tarantulas, which might be a no. little interesting. Dead. I, we're gonna get yeah. Austin out of this. I got it. I got one for you. I've I've started having like literally tarantulas. I don't know what they are. I should try to actually figure out what it is. But I've seen a few outside, and I let them go because I'm like, yeah, they freak me out. But the those are eating some serious other bugs. Had one inside the other day thing is like this big around and it's like thick it's fuzzy oh that i mean looks uh, like a stinking it's a, tarantula unless it's a wolf spider it's a tarantula. no it's not a wolf spider do we have tarantulas here there could they've been coming up north further and further i'll have, I'll have to look and and see i've uh i've still got one of them on a sticky trap in my basement oh sweet uh, you, and you didn't take a picture of it it's legs probably no not up, yet right Does it, it probably doesn't look as big dead compared to alive right probably not yeah it i don't it's it's probably a little like shriveled up at this mm-hmm. point like when they're actually like yeah. flexing their legs out and walking <laughs> along they look ugh. could be a texas brown a texas brown could that be it i don't know oh images i'll have to take a picture of it Sweet. it's not that because that's the red need well that's not even a it's a garden tarantula. spider yeah. well, good. i love those spiders they're so uh-huh. cool those looking. are awesome the yellow and black one? so it's a kansas yeah. apex tra- traveling tarantulas that's what that looks like that maybe no that's a small spider i've seen those yeah, it's fairly it's fairly black like that one there i don't think there's a lot of color to it but it's just well good we can eat one now you can yeah, 
eat it. Fear. Yeah. You're going to eat it. <laughs> You'll feel better in the end. You don't get over fears by um, making someone more comfortable with the fear. You get over them by making that person braver. And you eating one of these spiders that you caught by yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the dark later. So get ready for it, dude. <laughs> I don't know if if you if I'm bringing stuff in from home that's been dead for a few weeks and we're gonna eat it. I'll bring in a snake too. I caught a snake in my basement. How big? Just like a small, like little. a I don't know, eight inch oh, little okay. garter snake. Yeah, oh, that's gl- yeah, I'm glad you brought up snakes though, because on next on the list, I think we got one. Well, rattlesnake is what started the whole list <laughs> off. So. Um, all right. So then chicken hearts, which is probably the most normal one we've talked about so far. Uh, then sourdough, that's yours. Twinkies. I want to do that one. That has to be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. So ice, we're going to smoke water and then freeze it. Beaver tail. That is because of the beaver tail meatballs I had when I was up in, uh, Montana. Oh yeah. I would, I would assume the beaver would be good. I imagine we get three beaver tails for a really reasonable price. I hope we get like, <laughs> like you have legitimately already bought a bunch of this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah, thought you were kind of joking. No, nope. you're dead serious. Dead serious. It's on its okay. way. Not, not a ton of it, but some of it. Um, camel, because that's probably the closest we can get to eating like horse. Shoulder hump. What are we eating? Oh, I don't, I didn't say <laughs> that. Well, the hump is all fat. Yeah. I'm, Wait, I'm just so joking. When you got a snake, did we get the whole snake? No. Oh, what part did we get of the snake? We just get some of the meat. It's knee. What, what's the joke? <laughs> in wa- it's a joke in water, boy. Go, snake ain't got no pots. Uh, uh, but I think you're having a, it's a knee. <laughs> <laughs> um, iguana, squirrel, turtle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard of a lot of people eating turtle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never had turtle. No, another random story. Uh, I don't know if I have the picture. <laughs> I can't show you, but uh, nor correct me if I'm wrong. Turtles normally live like near water. For the most part, yeah. Okay. No. Tortoises don't. They but. live in their shells, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there was a massive turtle in our yard the other day. Okay. Like we're not, I mean, we're like, I don't know, third of a mile away from a pond. Yeah, that's not that un- Is that close? Oh, enough? yeah. They'll go from pond to okay. pond for sure. It's just huge. Huge. Like, Normally, I see like in Kansas, like I mean, just just a little standard turtle. I mean, biggest thing would be maybe like I don't know, eight, ten inches oh my around. God, I see turtles. This thing way was like like I don't know, was eighteen it real, inches, like, really feet. that big? Yeah. Did you see it up close? I didn't see. I just saw a picture up close. My wife and son. My son got out and touched it. Oh. And afterwards, I told my wife, I'm like, <laughs> never. Why? That's how you you, you lose a finger. Oh yeah, yeah. for that sure. Age, yeah. Especially if that was one of those alligator turtles. Uh-huh. Those things will take our fingers off. But those things. They, they look like they got a lot of meat on them. Maybe there's not much underneath the shell. I bet you there is. They look they I look like they're is. substantial. We I did I ever tell you about the time I caught a turtle fishing? No. I was using a rattle trap, so it's got two treble hooks that hang from the bottom, and one of them hooked the got underneath the turtle's shell. I was pulling it back, and I'm like, what? I, you know, I thought at first I was hooked on something, and then I was getting some movement, and then finally I got some pullback. I'm like, oh my god, what do I have? But it was one of those, I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're like really wide, but they're kind of almost flat. You ever seen that type of turtle? Mm-hmm. And they have the weird flat head too. I don't know what that turtle is called, but it's weird uh, looking. I crazy. hope that's not the type of turtle we get. I just want like a regular box turtle, like somebody's pet. So <laughs> I did um, veto uh, guinea pig. Huh. Guinea pig was on I'm this Not list. eating a rodent. Yeah. Guinea pig. Oh, no. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Um, oh, did Nutria not make the final list? We can add it. No, no. 
<laughs> you forget that I, I still have ultimate veto power here. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's just funny to see like what some people will like. You're like turtle. I'm like, I kind of drew the line at turtle. I was like, ooh, that one sounded gross. But I was like, I'll eat a rat. I don't care. So it's funny to see different people. Yeah. Well, that each, each person has just what everybody thinks. Like their snap. Ju- you're like, ooh, that might be or absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely but not. I, wasn't zebra on the list? Zebra's about to come up. Um, so zebra. Like if, if we ate like rodents, we could bring back like the black plague. No. I don't think that's it's, accurate it's, at all. Yeah, that's no, that's I how it starts. It's, no, if, if you want to say anything, I guess technically we might be able to get a prion disease from eating the alpaca brain. But we're still going to do that. You're done having kids, right? Uh, I'm not having kids. I don't know so about this. It doesn't really matter. Um, but zebra has one tenth of the fat of beef. So it's lower fat than like chicken breast, anything. So yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, super lean. Uh, and then a couple fish e ones, eel, lionfish, and shark. Shark, obviously. Lionfish, because they're massively invasive. Um, and if people can start, if we can show people how to actually eat them, that and that they can be good, that actually might do some good. Where do you get a lionfish? Is this an ocean animal yep. or is it a freshwater? Yep, ocean animal. Okay. So I went down in Jamaica make a before COVID. That's all I know. Um, and they were saying like, you know, in the last five years, these five or 10 years or something, he's like, these lionfish never used to be here and they were everywhere and they're, they're a nuisance. They were trying to train bull sharks to eat them for a while, but I don't know what happened with that. Did you see the uh, Russians using the dolphins special? No, Patrick? What's that? The Russian military using the dolphins. Oh, I, that yeah. sounds fascinating. Yeah, they were putting like cameras on them and having them swim around boats and like that's strategic cool. underwater targets. <laughs> I feel and like then, it'd be better just to build an underwater drone. Probably. That looked like a dolphin. Would make more sense. What sharks with freaking laser Well, beams. then <laughs> it was a couple of days later that that volcano erupted and exposed <gasps> oh, the, sharks, that the, was the silky and the uh, hammerhead sharks that had been living in yeah. a volcano. How familiar are you guys with, you're not going to be familiar at all with this. Um, so that movie that came out, The Meg, okay. that's based on a series of books that are like my 100% like guilty pleasure. Sure. They're not well written. They're not good literature by any stretch of the imagination, but I've read all of them because it's about enormous sharks and they lived it. Well, in one of the books, they lived in a under like the ocean floor. There was another sea down there. It was like a cavern that was ridiculously huge and they lived down there. So maybe there's some, they're just creeping out. Oh, maybe yeah. Steve Alton, I think is who wrote those books. Maybe he knew something we didn't. It's possible. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff going on under there. So. But we're going to go ahead and and uh, right now, the eel, the lionfish, the shark, and beaver and something else are on order. Uh, we're having a problem with the lionfish, so they may swap that out with something else, but uh, everything else, the rattlesnake um, is the other one that was on there. So that should all be here somewhat soon. So hopefully we'll film a couple. couple and Well, revive. that with like sourdough, Twinkies, ice. <laughs> Do I? Sourdough Twinkies ice. I mean, what? those are ones we can just do. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah, like sure. the insects, we can probably just go catch some insects. I don't know if you can. Just get it. We just get a net and go out into the grass and go catch some grasshoppers, crickets, whatever. Do you remember? You're joking. I'm No, I'm dead serious. Oh, okay. Do you remember uh, six months ago or something? Like on the East Coast, there was that big cicada. Like the cicadas, seven-year cicada came out. Oh, up. yeah. And uh, places were actually serving them. Some people tried to like catch their own and they were... 
one of them was like infested with something. Some guy ate it and got some like neurological disease. Oh, man. So I would say it's best if we probably get them from a source. That's why I don't want to eat the alpaca brain. No, we're when not- I say prion disease, <laughs> I think it has to be your own species. I don't think you can get a prion disease from cross species. Well, you can, I, I you say can- that. I say that with no knowledge. So I could be totally wrong uh, there. You can. I, my understanding is you can get you can get other things from other brain materials. Brain is not a safe thing to eat necessarily. Like I think it probably depends on how you cook it. Well, hold on. We'll I've cook never, it up to 165. Well, I've so, never I've never heard that. So that just cancels that out, right? So, right. so we're back to we're eating brain. I don't know. We're gonna cook it to like 265. Will it will it burn? Bar- will it bar- <laughs> will burn? You're gonna make it into zombie pull, edition. Pulled brain. Yeah, I'm like definitely going to try biting you on a few live streams after that, just to <laughs> freak you out. All right. So we've talked about all of that. You want to go on to meat matters? You got anything? Let's jump right in. Okay. First story is millennials for once are doing something right and good. Are you a millennial? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. I'm like right in the middle. Middle. You. I'm Gen Z or Gen X. I'm what right before millennial starts at 80. I'm 79. Oh, okay. You're close enough though. You're kind of a millennial. I have no idea what. Like I don't fit into any I'm of a, those. I'm I have a, bad, a little bit of everything. I'm a bad millennial. I do a bunch of stuff that you guys are into. So it's like. Yeah. He's not a good millennial. It, it, I think the whole thing's kind of stupid anyways because it's yeah it's it's a what is the average person in that age group like because yeah. i am not a typical millennial right. either yep but, but yeah so what are we doing what, are, what there are is definitely some truth to it because anyone i grew up with would be horrified to have somebody think about them as like having a bad work ethic actually that's not true oh is that what you said what did you read the headline you just said we're I oh put, no, no no millennials are kind of classically like they don't want to work a lot they what's want the story about it? i don't think you dogs. actually am i millennial huh. <laughs> anyways Sorry. Uh, so it's good news. Millennials still love to eat meat. Now, oh, right on. this article has um, a study in it from a Kansas State University economist. Uh, it says meat demand outdoes meat avoidance. So three-fourths of the U.S. public is still what I'd call a regular meat consumer. That's where our domestic robust meat demand is coming from. The remaining one-fourth is either flexitarian or vegan or vegetarian. I hate that term flexitarian. That is very, very annoying. Just say you're a regular person who eats whatever they want. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yep. What the heck? Yeah, absolutely. We have to a label everybody something or you're denying their existence. Is that a millennial thing? I'm you, sure it we is. have to have labels for everything. I God. thought I thought label we didn't want labels. I thought that was the point. No, we're past that. Now oh. we want labels again. Oh my god. It's back around again. It's, we've come back it's around. like the horseshoe. You come so far the other side you touch. Oh man. Um but it says if you were to read headlines, they talk about millennials as the group that's most open to alternative proteins and other things. And that's probably true. But they're also the group that eats meat at the highest rate of any category or generation. Nice. This was my favorite article or quote from this article. (laughs) If you tell somebody to not eat hamburgers, they're going to eat a double quarter pounder just to stick it to you. I don't know that anyone has ever encapsulated my attitude so well in a single sentence. Like, oh, you don't want me to do this? I'm Here's where I'm going to do all of it. To be honest, like I eat more meat now than I did five years ago. 
Okay. Like it's just like a, for me, the more I hear about meat in general, so the more it's on my mind it's spite. and yep. I eat more of it. Listen, I think it's fairly well known that I eat more meat than the average person, but I would agree with that. I think at least part of it is I don't want to be associated with this like move away from meat moment or movement. So I'm going on the opposite side of things. Maybe I am disagreeable. Oh yeah. But I got a point like, but um, it's also, I mean, just the people's diets, you know, just more meat in general. Cause when keto hit it big, you're just like, oh, I don't need anything else. You're yeah. like, well, the main part Ke- of the, that's not keto. That's paleo. Well, you know what I mean? But right. it, to a layman's, it's all kind of, you know, cut out bread and everything else besides meat. So sure. I think that could help maybe be a push, especially people around that age group. Just like, yeah, just cut out all the other stuff. And then TV. you've got psychopaths like uh, Jordan Peterson, his daughter. And when I say psychopaths, I just mean they're eating habits. Habits, mm-hmm. who eat nothing but beef. No, 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 no. Oh, she eat other things now? I believe it's lamb. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I think, not. yeah, I think she just eats You're lamb. You're talking about because the, the lion. No. The Jordan lion Peterson's daughter? Yeah. Yeah. She switched I, to lamb? Uh-huh. Pretty sure. We, we shouldn't care. What's That's her name, what, Michaela? No. no, I do. They get... <laughs> I definitely do. I, I've I've read a lot of stuff on that because um, some of what he talks about is like dealing with like uh, beef three times a day. Oh. Michaela Peterson, yeah, lamb. When is that from? Yeah, when is that article dated? So I thought two thousand nineteen. <laughs> I don't trust your sources. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the website? Uh, is it a dot org? Don't eat that. Drastic change in her physical uh, diet and her journey. Okay, so this is from September two thousand and one. I'm not going to read the whole article because, but. I'm going to look for lamb. Uh, Okay. What does Michaela Peterson eat? She starts the day with beef, salt, and water. Nowadays, her version of the carnivore diet includes high fat beef, lamb, elk, and other ruminants. Okay. So she's moved on from that, but it is an all meat diet. Um, But so you were saying you were listening because it's an elimination diet. Is that what interested you in it? Oh, no. Because how food affects like your body and your brain, Mm -hmm. specifically with like anxiety and things like that. And because I don't eat breakfast. And if I do, it's usually carbs heavy. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you're trying to fix those things, it's not like, I don't think it, it goes back to like when the people say, oh, breakfast is the most important meal a day and you need a lot. And it's not, it doesn't have to do with that explanation. It's, it comes back to, you should eat a high protein breakfast, but not for the same reasons that like, I've always heard like breakfast is the most important meal a day. Right. But uh, thought about doing that. It's just, I don't know, hard to get my body to actually like want, want to do that, to do but it. like sure. eat, a, eat a steak for for breakfast, yep. um, do something like that. And supposedly it really helped help your body, help your mind. There was, so I was in a weird uh, eating phase, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. And one night I was cooking my steak and I'm like, I don't want to eat this. Like that's, I'm hungry, but I'm not hungry for this. And then as soon as I started eating it, I was like, oh no, this is exactly what my body wanted. <laughs> it was just weird. It was like my brain trying to be like, no, eat, eat some sugar, eat some whatever. Yeah. But it, in my opinion, and again, I'm not a nutritionist, but I am somebody who pays a lot of attention to what they eat. When I eat any anything that's sugar and carb heavy, the inflammation in my body is like my joints hurt. I'm slower. I'm not as well. I'm dumber than I normally am. (laughs) I'm not going to say I'm not as smart because that is wrong. But anyways. All right. So going on from that, uh, there is a graphic in here that we'll put in the post, but it's kind of more along this whole um, people pushing us to, to eat more, to eat less meat and eat more other things. So it says, what does 25 grams of protein look like? So it has key 
quinoa, and that's three full cups, and that's 666 calories for 25 grams of protein. I don't find that number a coincidence at all. Quinoa is the devil. Nice. Um, peanut butter is six and a half tablespoons, and that's 613 calories for 25 grams. Black beans, one and a two-third cups, 379 calories for 25 grams. And if you eat one and two-thirds cups of black beans, don't come around me. Um, endamame, I actually like endamame beans, especially when I used to get them in the pods. Did you ever do that? Yeah. The first time I got edamame, I didn't know what it was and I was eating the whole thing. <laughs> so I don't like edamame just because of that. Yeah, no, you're, but it was you like suck it out of the pot. Yeah. yeah. I was at a restaurant with uh, uh, my older brother who lives out in Colorado, him and his wife and stuff. And they were at edamame and I'm like, oh, what is that? Oh, that looks cool. Whatever. Dip in sauce, eat the whole thing. I'm chewing on it forever. And I'm like, I don't like this stuff. It's too hard to chew. And they're like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I've been chewing on this same piece for like five minutes. Uh, they're yeah, like, that, no. That does not break down. It's not how you eat it. does it. not break down. Um, and then finally is beef. It's 173 calories calories uh, for 25 grams. And that's in a three ounce serving. So if you're looking for protein, by far, nothing matches beef. Even the things that are even more odd and are a little bit denser than that aren't as usually aren't as bioavailable as the protein that's in beef. So your body metabolizes it as you want it to. Like, what's the big one? You could get enough iron by eating, uh, I think it's three cups of spinach, technically, but your body can not deal with that iron at all. You'll get like a 50th of that amount of iron. So Interesting. There, there is no real replacement for beef. Um, and I am enjoying kind of seeing the whole beyond, you know, beyond, like the fake meat replacement industry to see people like kind of turning on it. So I, when I look at this, I kind of want to like do my own experiment on like, I want to eat like three cups of quinoa and no, see how don't. see how full I feel and how long I stay content before I'm like, okay, I need to eat again and eat like the three ounces of beef and see how long I can go before I'm like, I need to eat again. Three cups of quinoa is a significant amount. I know. I don't think you want to do that. Because sometimes when I'm looking at food, like I don't necessarily look at, oh, you know, this is, it's beef, it's protein, it's good for me. I look at what can I eat a lot of yeah. <laughs> that I want to stay full for a long time on. I got a question. Are you guys uh, big lunch eaters? And uh, if you are, what do you typically try to go for? So there's two um, phases I'll go through. I'll either go through uh, scrambled eggs every day at for lunch. For lunch? Yeah. That's Or uh, fake crab meat. Those are like my back and forths. Right now, I'm more in a uh, prosciutto wrapped around some cheese and uh, a Greek yogurt. I've never heard of someone eat more types of food than you, but and yet nothing at all in a day. Like he's <laughs> had the same, like he'll go, oh, I've had this. I've had this, even those pod things you're just talking about. I've never even seen those in person. And then every day he's like, I either just eat eggs <laughs> or fake crab meat. Who are you, dude? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I have weird eating habits. You used like to eat a lot of yogurt. Do you still eat the same amount of yogurt? Oh, the no. Chobani's? Because I- flips? Yeah. Yeah, the flips. I eventually figured out how much money I was spending on those. <laughs> and I was like, this is, I can't support this yogurt habit. They're so good. I'd eat like four a day. Mm -hmm. oh, That's the week. That's what you're supposed to have for the entire week. Yeah. No, I was eating a day. <laughs> They're so good though. I usually eat like uh, either like chicken lunch meat or like rotisserie chicken, chicken something with like string cheese or Vienna sausages. Oh God, he ate Vienna sausages in the car. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. Two whole cans, baby. <laughs> and like back to back. That's Those a, were gone in like an snack, hour. Dude. It was great. Yeah. We're on our way back from Missoula. John's like, can we stop by the grocery <sighs> store to get like some real food before we leave? And I'm like, yep, sounds great. <laughs> so yeah, I loaded up on Vienna sausages. Now, luckily... 
it didn't actually smell as bad as I thought it was going to. They don't smell bad at all. Mm. Yeah, my dad used to eat those yeah, every day. They've got a scent to them. <laughs> I think the fact that we were moving in the car, the air, <laughs> I think that helped. But yeah, no, it really wasn't a problem. It did make me laugh though. It was a very Austin thing to do. All right. So this kind of feeds into the, the previous one. Patrick had some other things to do today, so we almost cut him loose for this. But I think I need somebody here to make sure I don't go <laughs> too far uh, over the line here. But there is, I think this is in Scotland or whatever, but I don't care where it is. This is being talked about at all. There's plans to feed school children insects to test meat alternatives. Why children? Why? Because they can't. Well, Patrick, let me tell you no. why children. Because all a teacher has to do is say, meat is bad for the planet. Don't you want to eat something that's not bad for the planet? And kids are so impressionable. They're going to go, oh, yeah, no, the, the environment's so important. The planet's so important. I'll eat your bugs or whatever. And then you've normalized kids to it. And then when they grow up, there's going to be no resistance at all to them eating <laughs> bugs. Yeah. Now, this all ties in to where I'm going to try to stay careful but I may flip the table, rip off my shirt and start screaming. I want to know why do you have a problem with this? <laughs> because you were just talking about 15 minutes ago feeding me insects and alpaca brain. Here's the difference. Using me as a science experiment. Right. Here's the difference. A, we're doing it for fun and <laughs> fun. B and B doing it voluntarily. Now <laughs> I just wanted to state for the record that if I eat alpaca brain, it is not going to be voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I gonna, I'm not going to be able to hold you down and feed you with it you I'm, have the opportunity to walk away or sub out i'm gonna make i'm gonna make you, you do, sign a form w, w, that w, says w. that if anything goes wrong you will reimburse me for <laughs> all medical I bills and, no, i don't think we're doing that one then but we could you could uh what do they call it patrick in your worldwide wrestling stuff what? tag out yeah yeah you tag could tag out, out. Yeah. you could say patrick you're up for this one get the hot tag in there either yeah get get patrick in or get your new guy on uh that might shoot, be a little even, a little intense for somebody who's only been here a few months. Sub in, sub in we had a Rachel. No. It just in, any, anybody <laughs> no, else you. sounds good. It's going to be you. Here's the deal. The meat logistics guys will not get a kick from somebody <laughs> else trying it as they or a big as, as big a kick as you having to try it. Same thing with me. We, yeah. talk, we talked about brains though too so I might have to try that one if he doesn't See? want to. With the Indiana Jones reference all the time. See? So. <laughs> Bravery. Alright. But what we're talking about here is something called the World Economic Forum. I have recently become aware that not everybody knows what this and the Great Reset is. And it makes me wonder what you guys all pay attention to all day. You're... No, I'm not weird on this one. You're everybody weird. Everybody should know what the World Economic Forum is. Are saying forum? Forum. It is, they meet in this place called Davos, and it is like the elite of the elites trying to get together and say what the new plan is going to be for everybody. And this has a ridiculous amount of like real world implications. And for whatever reason, three fourths of the country has no idea like what's going on here. I think we talked about Klaus Schwab once, and you were unaware of who he am, unaware of who he is. I know your brother and one of his salesmen had an interaction with uh, the 
great reset and they had no idea what that was. Yeah. It's not a normal thing for people to know about. Okay. So these are incredibly powerful people. One of their messaging was by 2030, you'll own nothing, have no privacy, and you'll never have been happier. Oh, sweet. That is their plan. Sign me up, baby. That you're not going to own anything. You're going to have zero privacy, but you're going to be happy. It's 1984. Now do you get why I want to go live in a cabin in the woods? Why would you want to live in it if you don't own it? Oh, no, I'm going to own my stuff. <laughs> I think we're just, my stuff I think we're just scaring all those guys to live in the cabin in the woods and they're going to be like, okay, I think they're all gone and we just act normal again. I would accept that. <laughs> it can't be good woods though. Oh, no woods yeah. that I want to go to. Filled with grizzly bears maybe. Um, but so just from two, they're having the, the World Economic Forum right now. Just two articles from the past day were from a good grub. Why we might be eating insects soon from the World Economic Forum. Uh, eat the bugs. World Economic Forum claims bugs are our future and another great reset PSA. So insect farming is set to play a grow, growing role in our lives, especially in our diets, the World Economic Forum states. They're rich in protein, healthy fats, and vitamins, and can be farmed at scale with minimal footprint. As we reported, the establishment is preparing industrialized nations to accept eating bugs instead of red meat as part of its utopian great reset agenda. But it's not just the bugs. The World Economic Forum, founded by globalist Klaus Schwab, said humans must also eventually drink sewage water and eat weeds as part of our normal diet. I mean, this guy looks like, literally looks like a Bond villain. Like you have to see how he dresses. He looks, who was the, was it Dr. No? No. Who was the the bad guy who kept appearing in the, the Sean Connery? I can't believe I can't think of this. That guy, whoever that guy is, <laughs> this is who he looks like. And this ridiculous message of live in the pod, eat the bugs is so anti everything this country was built on. I don't know why yeah. we're letting these people even have an ounce of say in anything we do. I'm going to make you mad here. Go ahead. I don't necessarily have an issue with like if if people if people like yeah want to get big in insect farming and that becomes like another meat source, great. 100%. Power, power to it. If it's as good as beef and pork, I'll be I'll be eating it right there it with will somebody. Not be as the good problem is it'll, it'll yeah, it'll probably end up being like other meat substitutes yep. where it'll there'll be a niche for a, a niche, there'll be a niche. niche market for it, niche, whatever however you, however you, however you pronounce it, but it, it it won't be the same. I mean, you won't nope. you won't have the same flavor as as bacon and that's why like people try to make bacon this bacon that or uh, they try to make meat substitutes taste like an actual burger yep. an actual sausage so I don't know as long as long as it's not a deal where it's like you have to do this and you can't do anything else uh, I mean it, it I, don't the I don't think it can hurt us hurt the industry we're in it honestly probably only makes uh beef pork chicken production and everything associated with it stronger that'd be my thought maybe maybe make it stronger maybe not what it will the problem is what you're talking about there is a free market solution which obviously we would have no problem with they're not talking about just letting this happen they are going to try to enforce this and i guarantee you they're not gonna be eating what the regular hoi polloi eats they're gonna have their beef their veal their whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no, absolutely not. In no way, shape or form should we allow this to continue. I think it's so far out there, though. 2030? It's eight years away. Eight years ago, I started here. That's how short that is. Wait, wait, where'd you see? I don't know. I don't well, see that's just their state. Go to the World Economic Forum. Oh, okay. Let's see their state. Yeah, goals. I don't think any of that can so happen we got, time. I got eight years to win a Super Bowl is what you're telling me. Probably only six. Once this starts, oh. no one's going to have enough protein to... Those guys have to eat a lot of steaks to <laughs> 
to stay that <laughs> no big kidding. and a lot of steroids. I don't know. I would just, I mean, I look at it and I say, yeah, it all, it all sounds crazy to me, but I'm not concerned. I don't think there's any chance it would really come about, especially in that short time. What is that? That was in my water. Is someone trying to kill you? Because that is something like that you accidentally swallow. It gets, it gets lodged in your throat. And, and you die. It's a piece of plastic with like a sharp edge. Oh, it looks like oh a I hook, know what it is. Thing with a hook on it. I know what it is. A piece of our um, ice tray in there must have broken off oh. as I was scooping up ice. So, tried to kill myself. <laughs> Good to know. So, slip the razor blades in the ice tray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What an amazing. Jeez. That's Even better. Weird. I've got a better one. I, no, hold no, on. no, I've got a better one. Ground up glass. Hold on. Because that would actually go down. But so, dude, but I chew ice. Oh, could you imagine any more? of those? I take back everything I just said, and we need to switch to another article right now okay. and talk about that one because it Which fits one? in perfectly. Uh, the from KSN Wichita uh, here here in Wichita, Texas man wanting to go human hunting arrested oh. for terroristic threats. Yes, yes. So it just reminds me, I need to be careful about what I say okay. and, and putting razor blades in the, <laughs> no. in the gonna, ice because I'm going to plant. Uh, uh, razor blades in my own ice. We'll yeah. do a like Austin did this to me. I have the. Yeah. So this is a it, article. I wasn't even sure if we wanted to talk about just. I mean, it's on our radar because we made gone. the perfect segue here. Yeah, you made the perfect segue. Uh, so this is a guy who was actually just selling uh, a scope to a guy. And I think probably just mostly as like small talk was like, hey, what do you plan on using it for? The guy said to hunt or human hunting. Yeah. So that guy. Well, and he looked weird, too. You can't. I don't know how he looked. They don't have a picture of him, I don't think. Um, but I I assume if if you're saying you're going human hunting, you look weird. Um, so that guy called the authorities, and I think rightly. Yeah, you can't yeah. not do anything on yeah. that one, and, especially and, on the heels of what just happened in Uvalde. Yeah, like I, even if it wasn't, it doesn't matter. I'd preface like the call like, "Hey, I'm not 100, percent right. so don't you know? Let's not act like it's an active situation, but at the same time, you got to make a call. Yeah, so. don't go kick down this guy's store yeah. with the ATF, which should be abolished. Um, but maybe check this one out. Yeah, it's. One of those things that uh, you hope the guy's joking, but camera skip whether he is or isn't. Like, yeah, you got to do something yep. about that. And if 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 you're making those comments, you can't. So I take back what I said about the razor blades because okay, okay, perfect. hold on, hold on. But like, like you're, just be careful of what you say, especially when it's somebody that or something that is somehow related to our industry and hunting and yep. meat and anything like that. We already get enough bad rap. And we've talked about that in the past that if. Uh, yeah. If you're, you're also making that comment to somebody you know incredibly well, it's not like you're making true. it to some random to a stranger. Yeah. If you made that to like an ice salesman or something, they might be call the FBI like, hey, I think we got a psychopath here. True. And that might be valid. Plus, you gave we, because I came up with the ground glass thing, probably gave Patrick a great idea for a short horror movie. <laughs> so, at least uh, a, a scene for sure. So, maybe we get a producer's credit, which is what I've always wanted. Um, so, there's another article. It's called uh, Expensive Chicken, it's here are some and and hen sample like an ensemble I, that's the worst pun i've ever seen of food that tastes just like them so first of all i want to go through and rate them because i've had a bunch of these tofu there's nothing you can do to tofu to make it taste a lot like chicken that it just doesn't happen tofu tastes like tofu mushrooms mushrooms have like a more of a beefy umami flavor and i don't know um recently i've started kind of trying mushrooms i've famously hated them for the last 42 years um but i've recently been playing with like eating them in different things and i'm finding i don't 
don't hate them as much as I thought I did. I know some people who listen to this on from Meatgistics will then want me to try um, mashed potatoes again, but that is never going to happen. Mm. Mashed potatoes are terrible. Mm. Cauliflower. Now, this one I'll give a little bit of credence to. Um, what is that? Not Panda Express. What's the big Chinese food place? China Go? Nope. It's not the, It's not fast food. Shitty Walk. Nope. Not City Walk. City Walk. Wait, what? what it's not the, fast food? It's the. It's not fast food. It's Asian. It's actually really good. We used to have one here if we don't still have it. It is... No idea. You can also buy them in the grocery store sometimes. It is... I thought that was Panda Express. No. Oh, P.F. Chang's? P.F. Chang's. Thank uh-huh. you. Yeah, we still have uh, one, pretty sure. Okay. So P.F. Chang's made a cauliflower, uh, like fr- deep fried chicken with cauliflower that we got one time with my wife and it was amazing. I don't like, know. M- yeah. Maybe better than little deep fried nuggets. It was so good. I don't know where my wife gets it, but she's she has uh, been doing something that's like that and it's it's good. Like it's, it's not exactly the same, but it's a nice substitute. Yeah. Uh, Wings and Rings does a, does a cauliflower wing. Do they? Yeah. Is and it good? They're, they're pretty good. Oh. Yeah. Now that sauce has so much sugar in it that it's way worse for you than just getting the chicken, but whatever. True. Jackfruit can confirm that jackfruit is not a good substitute for chicken. It did okay as a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, I thought it was good with pulled it pork. It did okay, but I still think it was more like texture and the sauce we put on it. Yeah. You put so much sauce on it that, yeah. The, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and but again, it was good. I wouldn't say anything like chicken. I'd say closer to Oh yeah, not chicken. Pork, oh, right? least, no. Um, and then the last one, which is just, I, I don't know what to say about this. It's plain flour and water. So they're frying bread and then calling it fried chicken. That sounds amazing. I mean, it's probably like, not bad. I, I just want to take our flavor crisp spreading <laughs> and just fry Make it a ball all of it itself. and then deep fry that. Yeah, that would be so good. I, I've got to figure out how they did this once. I saw somebody at uh, Texas State Fair deep fry a stick of butter. I've got to figure out how they did that. Freeze it, batter it. No, that's right. I'm wrong in that deep frying anything frozen yeah. explodes, right? Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> fine. We, we, it's talked, fine. About, we, we talked about we this. Talked about this. <laughs> okay. This goes back to John is just sometimes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just make poor connections in my head sometimes. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. None of those, out of all of those, it would be either the cauliflower or the jackfruit. Don't eat tofu. It's just not good. If you want a, like a cool meat substitute, don't use tofu. Use something called tempeh. Um, tempeh is kind of similar, but it's got a much better texture to it. And there's a whole thing with phytoestrogens. Tempeh is way better for you. My Yeah, my biggest issue with a lot of this stuff is texture because I love mushrooms, but there's times when I don't want mushrooms if they have a certain texture texture. Okay. Like you cook them. You, I don't know if it's cooked less or more or in how it changes when, I don't know. Uh, All I know is that sometimes I eat mushrooms and I'm like, I don't like that texture. Can't do it. But there's other times like, I'm just like, I love mushrooms. I will sit there and eat a whole bowl of mushrooms. So take this or leave it. But the reason I started changing my mind on mushrooms is I started getting this, uh, it's like a powder and it's got lion's mane and a couple other mushrooms in it. And I would like take spoonfuls of it and just eat that like before I worked out. And like, as I'm eating it, I'm like, that really does taste like almost like a cubed um, beef bouillon. Mm -hmm. Like that's pretty tasty. So I've been dehydrating mushrooms, grounding them up into powder and then like using it in things. So Interesting. So that's one way to do it where you totally avoid the texture at all. It doesn't even come into it. All right. Then we've got um, how to save overcooked beef. It's not a long article. um, And the takeaway from it is that you can't. Once you've overcooked beef, that's it. If you were trying to make steak, you can make shredded beef. That's about it at that point. There's no way to un-overcook beef. So it's done. I don't know. I disagree. 
because like I'm just thinking like if I have examples, but <clears throat> excuse me. <coughs> so you overcook beef. The surefire way to still eat it is cut it into small pieces, put it on a salad, and use about twice as much ranch dressing as oh, you yeah. actually need Great. for it. Be fantastic because even if it's even if it's like burnt and crispy, then you have like beef croutons. Right, but that's now a new a new thing. That's no longer like what you were trying to make. Oh yeah, right. I thought you were saying like if it's overcooked, like you're just oh, you gonna, don't like, throw it out. Oh okay. No no, no yeah. You, you never be nervous. I'm never like, throw out food. Yeah, you can't throw it out. No. It's still edible in some way. You're just yeah. If, if you if you overcook a steak, if you cooked a steak to 180, it's gonna it, yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and eat it like a steak. I'm going to have to put it in something else. Something different. I will definitely still eat it. Yeah. Uh, the one thing it said was yeah. If you're going to or if you've overcooked it, shred it. Cook it to the point where it's all gonna fall apart. Shred it and then eat it like almost like a pulled pork sandwich or something. So beef jerky. What if you overcooked a steak and then turned the whole thing into like a giant piece of jerky. <laughs> no, I thought about that. You would never get a chance to pick up anywhere near enough flavor because you've already cooked it. So you're never going to get it to penetrate and hold. It's That's already expelled true. all its water. So I don't know why they put that one on. True. That so many of these articles are written and I'm not saying I'm know the most, but so many of these articles are written by people who don't really have a, any understanding of like the science behind cooking meats. It's just like, oh, well then you could just make jerky out of it. No, you really absolutely can't. It's never going to work. But I get why you said it. So whatever. Yeah. No reason to be mean to them. I hate clicking on an article and you read the same like opening paragraph three different ways, like three different times. And I'm like, where's the the one sentence that gives everything away? Why do they not front load? Like, do they? Oh, I, I guess I just figured it out because they want people to spend more time on the page because oh, yeah, that's yeah. how they get when advertising that dollars. should be illegal, though. Like, at what point? Like, is that not? Hey, that's not real. That's not illegal. It should be. It's, it's like, I mean, you couldn't do that on like the radio, so to speak. You sure know? Could. No, I don't think so. The FCC would get involved. So I'm just saying there's no like regulation like that. You're saying if a radio show has a big guest that everyone's tuning in for mm-hmm. right at a break, they're just going to go to them. They're not going to. I don't pl- I think slow play that. I think we're removed from maybe the point I was trying to make. But OK, well, less government involvement, Patrick, not more. <laughs> All right. I don't have anything else to you. I don't think I do. The only thing I have left is go out and buy some flavor crisp because that stuff was amazing. <laughs> it is on sale. Um, so this will be out after we do our live stream, but giveaway this month is the Camp Chef Woodwind. I talked to Camp Chef. Uh, they're willing to do some stuff with us. Um, and then we have that. The one pound bag is on sale. The um, 13 inch square Dutch oven from Camp Chef is on sale. So pretty much everything we use to make that other than the better breader batter bowl is on sale. That's cheap enough as it is. Kind of. Well, I mean, this is cheap enough as is. That's true too. But whatever. Let people, if somebody doesn't want to try a whole five pound bag. This is the, like the intro, like the, the small amount that you buy and then you get hooked and then you buy the five pound bags. Oh, so I actually want to talk about this more. Did you, did you prepare it like a breading or as a batter? You did a breading, breading. because it's in, yeah, with the little, mm-hmm. yeah, shaker thing. Uh, Patrick, you, have you, have you used it as a batter? I want to say you said you did. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's that exact product, but yeah, they, uh, offer the amount of water you're supposed to use to the amount of product. And it, I mean, it, it's like a, looks like a pancake batter. You wouldn't know any the wiser and you just dip it right in. You can see if you need to add a little bit more water, you, you don't have to be super precise. I just kind of sure. whisk it together and go, oh yeah, it's perfect. So did you have a preference as like breading um, or batter? The Yeah, I liked it as a breading uh, better. It, it it was less, um, gosh, it's it caked up more when it was a batter, but it was because um, my pieces were touching because I'm I kind of just threw all my chicken in at once. But if you had space between them, I think it would be really, really good. Maybe. 
use the batter for fish and stuff like that. I think uh, mm. a delicate kind okay. of meat could use the buffer between, um, you know, the, its cooking surface. See, Patrick could probably write better articles than a lot of these guys. He has a better <laughs> understanding. I'd hope so. Just through osmosis. I used to take a lot of creative <laughs> writing classes. So. Well, good. All right. Cool. We forgot to do the list. No, this is the outro. Subscribe. This is it right now. <laughs> but we're supposed to do that in the intro now. Well, you know, it's funny. I was, I've done it I twice in gonna, a row. I was going to interrupt you, but I feel like you had such a good flow going. So. Darn. Um, one thing, if anyone's listening this long, uh, I will create a coupon right now that will give you 10% off and free shipping at waltons.com for listening this far in. We'll not post this coupon anywhere and we'll find out how many people are actually <laughs> getting all the way through an episode to the very, very end. But we should do more than 10% then. Make it actually okay. make it 15 so people are okay. So let me make that. Well, you can just tell them what it is and make it later. You don't have to make it while we're waiting to wrap up the episode. If they're getting 15% longer. off, they're waiting. No, um, we'll make it uh, 6 1 15. So it's the date and 15% off. Well, today's date, but not the date that it comes out. Shoot, 6 3? Yeah, 6 3 15. 6 3 15. And that'll get you 15% off and free shipping, which we can now do. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Leave a review. Really does help. Thanks for checking out the Meat Justics podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltonsinc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.